0: Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. We are a church with a heart for people and the message of Jesus. It is our desire that you'll be drawn closer to God through today's teaching. To access notes from today's message, go to foxriverchristians.org message. Thanks for listening. You ever been forgiven of something, like something really big? Early in my marriage, I did a little bit of investing in the stock market. I remember this one time I found some really good stocks. It was practically like easy money, right? Well, it turns out I had no idea what I was doing. And I lost like $3,000 in a single day. But that wasn't even the worst part. The worst part was this. I hadn't told my wife, Nicole, about any of it. Whew. You know, one of the best things you can do in your marriage is, is have transparency yeah, I really screwed that one up. And I knew I had to tell my wife about it. I had to confess to her, tell her what was going on. And I knew that was going to be really, really horrible. And it was. <laughs> but I was blown away by this. She forgave me. And she, she, when she forgave me, she took this, this weight off of my shoulders. I was so relieved, right? I felt like I could breathe again. I felt like this freedom in my life had returned. It was absolutely wonderful. Have you ever been forgiven or shown mercy? Maybe when you least expected it. Maybe at a time where you know you so didn't deserve it, right? But you felt that, that feeling of joy and happiness and freedom return. What a blessing that was, right? Hi, I'm Bill. I'm your pastor. I am a sinner. I am not perfect. I am in desperate need of grace day in and day out. I need grace from other people, and how much more so do I need grace from God, right? Well, today is all about the blessing of forgiveness, all right? This is the forgiveness that originates in God's heart. This is the forgiveness that Jesus bled and died for and paid for on the cross. This is a forgiveness that introduces but also fosters faith, and this forgiveness has the power to help save the world It's a forgiveness without limit. And God has made this forgiveness available, all right? Yes, he blesses you with it, right? But he also, his desire is this, that he also wants for you and him to bring blessing to others through it. Let's pray. Father, thank you for today. You are our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, your will is done in heaven. May it be so on earth. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lord, forgive us our sins and our debts just like we forgive the sins and the debts of other people toward us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. All right. Today, hey, what's on the docket? We got us a parable. All right. This one comes from Matthew chapter 18. And as Jesus is teaching through what we know as Matthew 18, um, he's doing a couple things. He's showing what the grace, mercy, forgiveness of God is like. It's without limit. And he's also showing and teaching that, hey, our forgiveness towards our brothers and sisters should be the same, not knowing any boundaries. At this point, enter the parable of the unforgiving servant. Let's begin reading in verse 23. Jesus says this, Therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Hmm. 10,000 bags of gold, how much is that? Well, I did a little number crunching. It turns out that 10,000 bags of gold is worth about 20 billion dollars. 20 billion bucks. How about that? Well, how much is that? If I made $2 million a year, that would be me working for 10,000 years. That's how much 10,000 bags of gold are. All right. If you want to think about freshly cut money, like the kind you get from the bank and and you're trying to figure out if they gave you the right amount because you can't quite get those bills apart, you know, like I think they screwed up this time. Okay. Listen, you want to think about that? How much is $20 Twenty billion dollars, ten thousand bags of gold—it's filling up ten Olympic-sized swimming pools with those perfectly stacked one-dollar bills. Wow, that's crazy! Now, now the point of this—why, why is Jesus saying this? He's saying this not to like for us to figure out how much money is that. No, what he's doing is he's he's showing us that it's it's a crazy amount and it's unpayable. Like it's not only unfathomable, but it's unpayable. Why? It's a picture of our sin debt towards God. Every lie we've ever told, every lustful thought we've ever entertained, every time I even thought about hurting somebody, every time I said no to God, every time, I failed to put him as number one in my life, and I violated his law and his will. That's what we're talking about that unpayable debt. How many Olympic sized swimming pools would my sin fill? Hmm. All right, let's pick it up. Verse 25. Since he was not able to pay, right? So this guy comes in, he owes the king like 10,000 bags of gold, $20 billion. Oh my goodness, right? Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. Somebody say judgment. In fact, you know what? Type judgment in the chat. Let's shut down the servers, right? Just everybody type in judgment. That'd be fun, won't it? Yeah. Let's keep reading. Verse 26. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I'll pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him. He canceled the debt and he let him go. Ooh, Plot twist. Everybody say mercy. In fact, type mercy in the chat now. Blow that thing up. Just mercy, let it abound in the chat. That's awesome. Now turn to your neighbor right? Maybe you're on the couch. Maybe you're in your dorm room. Maybe you're driving in the car. Roll the window down and just shout to the car next to you or something, okay? Don't crash. Be safe or safety first. But you need to say, I got some good news for you. Mercy triumphs over judgment. That's James 2.13. Mercy triumphs over judgment. That's good news. Listen, judgment was before this guy, yet he received mercy. His debt was canceled. Now, how will the man respond? You know what? You know something? Jesus Christ died so that we might receive God's mercy. And this is his blessing towards us. It's that blessing of forgiveness. And he offers it to each one of us. No matter what you've done, no matter who you are, he offers you that forgiveness without limit how will you respond? Have you received God's blessing of forgiveness? If you have, are you willing, are you ready to bless others with that same measure of blessing that God has shown you? Now, warning, this next part, because we're going to continue the parable, this next part may make you a bit angry. Here we go. Verse 28, but when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow. Now, this is the guy who was just forgiven, by the way. So when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. Huh, that's not that much, actually. Hmm. He grabbed him, though, and he began to choke him. What? Over a hundred silver coins? Are you kidding me? Pay back what you owed me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and he begged him. These words should sound familiar. Be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off. I always wonder right there, does it mean he went off? Like he really, does it mean that or does it mean he like walked off? Probably he walked off, but maybe it's a double entendre. That's French, French. Yep. Okay, but he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. Man, this guy, he'd been forgiven of so much, yet he was unwilling to forgive someone else of so little. How could he do such a thing? Are you kidding me? I mean, that's the question, right? Everybody's asking that question. How could he do such a thing? Well, okay, listen. I think I got some good answers here, right? Here we go. The first one was, maybe he just forgot he forgot how much much blessing he had received, how much forgiveness he received. It just slipped his mind, okay? That's one reason. Here's another reason. Maybe he was just like, you know, reverted. He had a relapse. Like he went back to his old ways. He kind of backslid, okay? Maybe like it was something like that. Or maybe he convinced himself that he earned the blessing. Yeah. Yeah, I thought of the right question, man. I, I begged at just the right time. Like, man, I... I kind of deserved it. I was so smart. Maybe, maybe he did that. Or maybe, listen, maybe he rationalized things and he, he kind of thought to himself like, you know what? I'm different than the king. The king is so rich. He can afford to forgive people. But me, I'm not that rich yet, which is why I need to collect these debts. <laughs> maybe it was that. The truth is, man, those are terrible answers. We should still be asking the question. How could he do such a thing? Now here's the real answer, right? Right? You ready for this? This guy had no church. He had no community to remind him that he had been forgiven. He had no preacher. No one to to speak to his earballs consistently of the debt that had been forgiven him and the goodness of the king. He had no church. Right? He had no 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 preacher. He had no Bible that the very words of God might be a light unto his feet and that they might light his path. (sighs) And he had no small group, nobody to help him, nobody to walk with him, nobody to hold him accountable. How could he do such a thing? That is the right question. But realize this, this is precisely what we do when we choose not to forgive someone else. He was blessed Mm -hmm. that he was supposed to be a blessing to others. Verse 31, when the other servants saw what had happened, right? Because everybody sees this they're like, this is madness. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and they went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in, you wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all that he owed. And then Jesus closes with this. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. You see, we were blessed to bless, but whenever we, the forgiven, choose not to extend forgiveness to others, the blessing stops. The blessing stops for us, the blessing stops towards others, and then a new kind of blessing enters the equation. It's called this, godly discipline. You ever disobey God and then kind of notice how things just change a little bit? All right? Like, like, like you disobey God and then you're driving through downtown and you manage to hit like 27 consecutive red lights. You ever want that? that? That's God's grace. Just a little bit of it. Just kind of removed. Just kind of taken back just a little bit. He's trying to get our attention, all right? You ever disobey God and all of a sudden it feels like, man, that inner peace is just kind of gone or, or that, that fullness of joy that I once had even just a couple days ago. Man, where is it? I can't find it, right? Or, you, or your prayers that you're praying, you're just not answered in the same way. Huh. That's because that, that intimacy, that closeness, that fellowship with God has been screwed up, right? I've let something come between me and my Savior. And there's consequences to that. You ever ever choose not to forgive somebody and all of a sudden you hear like a song or or you hear somebody say something, right? And and they say it in such a way that just kind of catches your ear and God uses it to ever so gently break you. Sometimes, God's kindness leads us to repentance, doesn't it? God forgives us because he loves us. God corrects and he disciplines his children because he loves his children. He will do everything possible that he might have your whole heart, that you might walk with him. Now, why would he do that? Other than the fact that he just loves us. Here's a couple reasons. First one is this. His forgiveness provides purpose. Not only were you made in God's image, but when you were saved, oh man, things changed a little bit. Not only are you an image bearer, but now you're a grace bearer. You've been forgiven. And so everywhere you go, or no matter where you go, You are a representation and a a walking, living testament of God's grace and goodness and forgiveness in your life. Everywhere you go, you could tell people, man, I've been forgiven, all right? Everywhere you go, you can tell people who forgave you and you can tell them this good news. Hey, you can be forgiven also. Not only does his forgiveness provide purpose, but his forgiveness fosters freedom. Yes, freedom from sin, of course, but also freedom to forgive others in the same way and with the same measure that you've been forgiven without limit. You've been blessed to be a blessing. And it took me a while to understand this, to be totally honest. Way, way back, all right, like, like more years than I care to admit, I had a friend that needed some money. So I borrowed him like 600 bucks. And uh, why did I do that? Because... Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I wanted to be nice like Jesus. So I was like, man, Jesus has been so nice to me. I'm just going to be nice to my friend Tim. And, and, and that, was, that was my reason, okay? But when he didn't pay me back, like, month after month after month, uh, when he wasn't returning my phone calls, when he wasn't answering my letters, I mean, stuff like that, man, I found myself getting, like, really angry, to be honest with you, like, like really angry. And not just sometimes, like, all the time. When he didn't pay me back, not only did I become angry, but our friendship was ruined. And check this out. I wasn't glorifying God in the ways that I could have been. And then something terrible happened. Sin began to creep back into my life. Sin began to have power once again in my life. But God, right, beautiful words right there. But God stepped in, and he showed me the inconsistency. He showed me, hey, you gave him this money in the first place to be like Jesus, but now you're not willing to forgive that debt. That is not like Jesus. He used it to show me, all right? And God used it to remind me how much I've been forgiven. Then and only then was I able to forgive my friend and refine that freedom that is so important to each of us. I got something important. Check this out. Don't tune out for this. To be free, we must be forgiven. But to remain free, we must forgive. Some of us, man, we were free when we first received Jesus Christ as our Savior. But now we don't feel free anymore because we're not, all right? You were blessed to bless. And it's time to forgive your brother or your sister. Let mercy triumph in your life, not only from God towards you, but you towards others. You've been blessed to be a blessing. Let mercy triumph over judgment in all areas of your life. And you might be thinking this, man, I don't know how to do that. Or I did that once upon a time, but be honest with you, I don't know how to do it. Or this situation's unique. I've never struggled in this situation to forgive. I've always kind of found it, found it kind of easy, you know, but, but now things are different. Listen, i got two steps for you. Here's, here's what they are, but I'm going to start with step number zero. Step zero is this, receive Jesus. If you don't have that blessing of forgiveness in your life, there's no way you can share that with others. You you can't share what you don't have, right? Receive Jesus. Got some questions for you. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you willing to trust him? Not yourself, but trust him to save you. God, I need what you did on the cross because I can't save myself. If the answers to those questions are yes, hey, Receive his mercy now. In fact, let's pray this prayer together. Lord, I believe I'm a sinner, but I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. And God, I am willing to trust you to save me because I know I can't save myself. Father, thank you for receiving me into your family and for forgiving me and for making me new. Thank you. Amen. It's that simple. (laughs) And that's awesome. If you receive Jesus today, oh, man, we're so, so, so happy for you. And all of heaven is rejoicing. Oh, man, I hope you'll share that good news with us. Let's get to step one. Here we go. Step one is think and thank. Think and thank. Oh, think and thank. Okay, all right. I kind of think and thank. I got that. All right, listen. Think. Step one, think about how much God has forgiven you of. Think, think $20 billion, 10,000 bags of gold. Think about that, and then thank him. God, thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for that blessing of forgiveness. And then thank him also for helping you to forgive others in that same way. Now, you might be like, Bill, I'm not there yet. I don't know if I can forgive yet. We're, we're not, to, isn't, that, isn't that part of like step two? You know, like, like aren't we getting there, but... I'm saying this, thank God for his provision even before it comes. That's called faith, which leads us perfectly into step number two, which is this, forgive. You can't do it, that's the whole point. You forgive by faith. You take this step in faith and you confess your weakness, all right? Because some of us, we we I mean, God is leading you to forgive in a way that you think is absolutely impossible, all right? And I want to encourage you because there's no mistake that God is speaking to you today through his word, Matthew 18 in particular. There's no mistake that we're hanging out worshiping God right now. Listen, God's got a message for you and this is what it is. It's time to forgive. You need to confess your weakness as you're making that phone call. You need to admit Man, I can't do this as you're sending that text. You need to confess Christ's strength, not your own, Christ's strength as you're writing that letter today. And cry out to Jesus, the one who has forgiven you of so much. Cry out to Jesus as you walk with him and as you say these words, I forgive you. You have been blessed to bless. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word that gives life and breathes life. God, that gives us hope. That directs our steps and lights our path. God, thank you. Thank you for your blessing of forgiveness. Thank you for this, this principle that is, that is in your word from, from beginning to end, God, how you bless so that we might be a blessing to others. Thank you for that. You are our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, however things go in heaven, according to your will, let it be done here on earth as well. Give us this day, Lord God, our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. God, just as you forgive us our sins, help us to walk with you and be a blessing to others and forgive other people's sins. Thank you, Jesus. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. I love you guys. Walk in your faith. We hope you were encouraged today. Subscribe to the Fox River podcast to ensure you don't miss future messages. Stay connected through our social media channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, make a difference in the lives of those you know by sharing with them. We are grateful for you and hope you join us again soon.